the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Next Level Loan Officers podcast. I'm Kellen Vaughn here in the Next Level studio. Uh, and man, we are talking all things loan officers again today. And welcome back to the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers anywhere in the universe. And uh, I'm joined with my man, uh, KT today. What's up, Kenneth Travis? Oh man, living the dream out here in the, in the great state of Texas, East yes, Texas, sir. Honey Woods, uh, Kellen likes to call it the squirrel eating country. That's it. That's uh, it. But we are definitely uh, a little bit different out here than, than Dallas, but didn't say bad, said different, Kellen, different. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's actually beautiful country. As much as I uh, give it a hard time, you know, it is, uh, it's great. And East Texas is, is certainly near and dear to my heart. And if you haven't had a chance to visit it, I highly encourage you to do so. So listen, Ken, um, first of all, if you're a loan officer and you're listening to this podcast uh, and you're not part of the Next Level family, we want to invite you to do that. You can join us over at becomenl.com. It's 197 bucks a month and you get access to everything. You get access to us as coaches. You get access to our content, our other members, people who are out there uh, killing it in the mortgage business every single day. So we would love for you to join us, check us out over there. But today, my friend, one of the things that comes up most often, in fact, I would put this in a top five topic in terms of what our members talk about in terms of what people come to next level for. And that is, man, how do I have a great client experience, right? How do I make sure my clients are wowed? They have a five-star experience. Everything flows together. And, uh, and, and we talk about this all the time, Ken. People either have one of two issues. They either have a traffic problem, right? Which is they don't know how to go out and get leads and generate new business. Exactly. Or they have a they have an operational problem. And that operational problem could be as much of a client experience. It could be, listen, I've got bad processing. I've got bad back-end support. I don't have a loan partner. But today we're talking about the experience. I mean, nobody does it better than your team. At least you're one, you're in the top group, man. Okay, top. Let's say top ten. You guys are in a top group. Like you guys do a really good job of focusing on that client experience. So I just wanted, you know, maybe share a little bit about what that process looks like, mm-hmm. and then you know what some of the loan officers that are out there listening could implement in their own business. Implement, yeah. So uh, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it's a process. Um, but to be a little bit more detailed for those that are listening, it's really making the client experience a priority in the loan process. Okay, so during the process. And uh, and it's not, it's a lot of little things that seem so simple, but they make such a huge improvement in your communications and uh, the appreciation of realtors. Uh, Kellen, I was just meeting with a realtor this morning. I said, hey, what's one of your big challenges with lenders? And she says, man, they hide. I can't get them to answer their phones when something isn't going right. And that just perturbs me. And uh, when there's no communication in the transaction or limited communication, 
or uh, no communication due to fear that can cause a lot of problems inside the transaction. And so, you know, when we, when we, when we teach inside of our office, you know, the team members um, in this, and listen, you don't have to have a team in order to be this way, right? You just have to figure out how's, how is best for you to implement these ideas and strategies, uh, whether you have someone on your team do it or, you make time for it or you outsource it to a third party. Mm. But I know for us, you know, when a realtor gives us a referral, they're basically, you know, giving us their check and saying, Hey, give this to me, give this back to me in 30 days, close it on time. Right. And, and, and it's also a little bit of the realtor's reputation, right? Kellen, like, sure. like the reputation is kind of on the line because they, referred us and we've got to do, we've got to perform, we've got to show up. But some of the simple things, man, from the time that, that clients and, and got, and listen, there's, this is no extraordinary thing that is, you know, going to revolutionize our industry. It's just, it's simple things that are very consistent. Uh, But one of the things that we do inside the process is once we've, uh, once we've made contact with the customer and we've had a conversation with them um, and we're waiting on the application to be done, which is typically the same day. But when that lead comes in, we're immediately sending them a um, the home buying process magnet, just a mm-hmm. simple magnet. I think I pay a dollar for these magnets. And it takes them through the process from the very beginning until the very end. And it's kind of a participation uh, piece because it comes with a little magnet where they can move that magnet along like a like Monopoly, you know, you can move okay. from one space to the next. And, just, and, and when do you send this? You send this at the time they get a contract done. A, a lead. A, a lead. lead. A lead, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah. And gotcha. some people say, man, you're sending it to everybody. Yeah, I just send it to everyone. Well, why would I do that? Well, for us, it's a sticky, right? It's mm-hmm. a sticky, it keeps us stuck to them. It's a conversion piece, right? And it's somewhat something of value that we're allowed to give to customers uh, to let them know that, hey, you know, this is who we are. Oh, this is a cool piece. I've had so many people take pictures of it and send it, text it to us and say, oh, this was so awesome and I loved it. And it's just interesting, but it's it's more of a sticky factor for me than anything. It's not, you know, it's not necessarily closing me more deals, so to speak, but it just keeps people a little bit more committed to us. Um, and then once they've been pre-approved, right, once we've collected their pay stubs, bank statements, W-2s, tax returns, we reviewed everything, Randy, you, it's a good file. Uh, then the team sends out a Starbucks card you know, to husband and wife. And it's done in a real simple thank you card, Kellen. It's just, hey, thanks a latte for allowing, trusting us to, you know, with your mortgage needs, sit back and relax and enjoy a cup of coffee on us. And uh, and that goes to them. And, and we use uh, Starbucks. We also use a local coffee shop as well. And we get little um, cards from them. Uh, you can brand these cards that you give to them. You can put your team name on them. Um, a couple of different. Now, Ken, are you sending all this stuff out? So my guess is you're like handwriting all of these notes and you're. You're at, at each milestone, you're running it to the post office? Uh, I used to, but I don't do those things anymore. I do have okay. someone on my team that is uh, doing these things for us. Um, and it's set up now where it's just triggering, you know. Oh, okay. Time. So it's triggered like through your CRM. It's so triggered, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So like, um, you know, my office manager gets those triggers and she's the one doing in process, you know, um, touches, which is making the kind of experience better. But when they get these touches, and, and it's more than just that, man, like I'm just giving you a couple of things that we do inside the process and I'll finish that. And then I'll come back to the other things that, that is really a huge focus during the loan process that, that I think a lot of originators miss sometimes. 
And I've missed it too. So it's not, it's not uncommon. We just get off course and sometimes we got to get back on course. But, but, you know, of course, once they find a house, they go under contract, they get submitted to underwriting processing and then underwriting and they come out of underwriting approved. And uh, one of the next things that we um, like to send out and uh, you experience this, I'll let you share your experience with it, but we send out fruit baskets, you know, and a lot of people, I mean, a lot of loan officers ask me all the time, man, why do you do a fruit basket? Like, don't you think chocolate or cookies or something like that would work? I'm like, yeah, that would work as well. However, and I'm not opposed to you doing that. I just like the fruit basket personally for me because it's big, it's bulky. Uh, I put $500 off closing cost coupons in there that they can give to their family and friends. Um, And it's something that they share, right? Whereas chocolate and or cookies, they tend to hide those, right? And this is something I want delivered to their office that everyone sees. And they're like, oh, who sent you that? Oh, my Mm -hmm. lender did. We're buying a house. Oh, well, my lender didn't do that. And so it's just a, again, it's a, it's an experience. And I've been doing that for 10, 12 years, Kellen, and it's been one of the best uh, things or thoughtfulness during the process. People always come back and say, man, I really appreciate you sending that to my office. Yeah. So to back to your point, so I got one, you did, your office handled my purchase transaction last Mm -hmm. summer. And uh, lo and behold, I had a fruit basket show up at the uh, on my desk. It was yeah. great. And, and you know what I did with it? I put it in our break room. Yep. And uh, it had your name and everything on it. And, yeah. uh, man, we were reading off that thing like kings for a couple of days. It was great. But it, but it made you feel good, right? It made Absolutely. You yeah. Yes. And to your point, and I think you're dead on, people tend to not hoard the fruit basket, mm-hmm. right? You know, the cookies they'll drop in the bottom of their desk drawer, uh, but the fruit basket they put out for everybody to share. That's exactly I, I right. wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. We've done a similar thing with the uh, the edible arrangements, you know, mm-hmm. the those types of deals. Same thing. You know, they're going to expire. So people generally aren't going to just down, you know, four pounds of, you know, uh, cantaloupe. So, right. It, they share it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, and then one of the last things that we do is, uh, well, actually there's another part of the process. We call it the magic window and next level. We teach this and there's a, there's a, there's a period in time of which their files been clear closed, but they haven't closed yet. We have someone on the team reach out and ask for, you know, Hey, how was everything? We kind of check their pulse and then we ask for a review, um, increases, you know, cause we can tell them, Hey, I've, you're clear to close, but we're, ha- mm-hmm. we haven't closed your loan yet. So I need to, see how everything went. And anyway, so we like to get reviews. And then, uh, after the loan closes, uh, we're big, I'm a big Cutco guy, right? KV, yep. like, I love Cutco. Yep. Uh, John Israel, a uh, big fan of ours. Um, I'm a big fan of his. And, uh, you know, we like to, once the transaction closes, what I've noticed over the years, cause I've given a lot of different closing gifts over the years, Kellen, mm-hmm. but the, the one thing that, that always stuck out to me is when you're giving it to them at the closing table or the day of closing, it doesn't hit the same because they're so stressed out or focused on moving and they've got so much on their plate that the last thing that they're going to be able to do is show appreciation for what you give them. And so we always like to wait till about 10 days after the closing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have the, the big uh, cutco knives, uh, with their family, you know, handcrafted for the Smith family. And we have them come in and we gift them this knife, right? And we have a script that we use um, to give them this knife and to solidify the relationship and give them something that's a 
100% made in America that's going to last forever and that they can pass down to their kids. And I wanted this to be a symbol of our partnership and relationship sure. as your lending partner for life. And so this is, and, and dude, we'll have clients in some cases, they'll start crying. Like they'll be, mm-hmm. they're so touched by this that it's, it's one of the things. But so those are just a few things, right? But it's so much more than just the things that we do inside the transaction. It's, it's also setting up what we call, um, <clears throat> you know, weekly updates, right? So we have, we have a, you know, I have two people on my team, Kellen, that are calling all of the customers that we've pre-approved and are looking for a house. Well, that list can grow, right? It's a lot of people sure. right there. And uh, with the market being like it is, we have to consistently stay in front of those people. So we have a, a team member every single week, pick up the phone and call those clients that are pre-approved and looking, Okay. And they're not used to that. Not many lenders spend time in that arena to take the time to do those things. And it's interesting because a lot of times you'll, um, they'll get steered to another realtor and or another lender. And this is just a really good opportunity to catch people, develop a relationship with them. And that's really worked well for us over the years. But again, the thing about that is consistency and getting it done. And it's, uh, that's the hardest part is, is, is making sure that it gets done every single week. And I used to make those calls personally and I, I, it take me two hours to burn through them, you know, uh, even embracing technology like phone burner and things like that. And then the and then the other piece that I think is so uh, is so important is the um, uh, ones that the people that are in that they're already approved they have a contract that we that they're getting a a weekly update it's non negotiable right now whether you we pick up the phone and we call them eighty percent of the time they don't answer it leaves them a voicemail but then we go in and send them an email and a text so the idea of being able to call every single borrower every single week at the same time or, or near the same time, same day, um, and realtors that are involved, buy, listing agent and buyer's agent every week to give them an update. It's, it's, that's a commitment, but I'm telling you, not very many people are doing it. Not very no. many originators are doing it. And uh, I was talking about that realtor that I met this morning. She closed a couple of deals with me. She was kind of a sometimes agent. She, you know, sometimes she'd send me business and right. she had another relationship and I was kind of her backup quarterback. And she says, you know, I think about the closings that we've had, Kenneth, and what I've loved most about your team is, man, y'all communicate, man. Like y'all, I mean, I don't ever have to call y'all. Mm. And that's a challenge for a lot of realtors out there, Kellen, is like they're not getting phone calls. They're not getting information. That right. is one of their number one challenges as realtors is getting lenders to pick up the phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> so I think when we live, when we leave, you know, when we when we leave our client, because I'm going to tell you, if, if we leave the clients with an extraordinary experience, like they experienced it and they mm-hmm. had a great outcome, they will refer you. Now, of course, you got to stay in front of them, which that's a database management uh, right. conversation, but um, but they'll refer business to you. Sure. Right? And, uh, and I always say, man, every time we close a transaction, Kellen, that's another sales rep for me. That's why I look at it. So like, you know, 19 years doing this, you got 1,500 to 2,000 clients. Those are really, to me, they're sales reps. They're people that are referring me. Well, and I think there's a couple other layers to this onion too, right? So when you create a great client experience, you create a great experience for the realtor as well, right? Because the client's happy, the realtor's happy, everybody's happy. So you build a little bit of equity with that realtor, additional equity. And, and you know, I think too, doing these things, at least what I have found, because we do a lot of the things very similar, 
mm-hmm. is that you build a little equity too. That listen, if something gets a little sideways, right? And I'm not saying the tr- the train runs completely off the rails, but let's just say you hit a little roadblock, a minor snag. Maybe it's your fault. Maybe it's not. What have you done, right? You've built. Uh, some goodwill. You've built up a little bank of equity that, listen, if things get a little bit squirrely, nobody panics, nobody freaks out, nobody calls angry. It's all good. And you just work through it and you continue to provide top-notch service. And you you touched on it from the very get-go, which is that realtors tend to bury their head, or excuse me, lenders tend to bury their head in the sand and not communicate, right? And not that's especially true when things start to get a little bit sideways. In fact, we find that that's the time to over-communicate, right? Like press in. If it hurts and it feels uncomfortable, that's probably a good thing, right? That's so, uh, but yeah, man, I think what you're talking about is dead on. I think if you're if you're a loan officer and you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, gosh, KT's got a whole process, a plan. He's integrated his CRM. He's got team members doing this. He's got this and that. Listen, just take one piece of it. Right. If your initial strategy is the magnet and the little um, uh, monopoly piece to guide your clients, potential clients through, do that. That's an easy thing that's cheap. It's quick. You can do it yourself. Start with something. Start, you don't eat the, have to eat the whole elephant in one bite. Start yeah. with one little piece and then slowly build on that experience. And I think what you'll come up with is your own. Obviously, KT's kind of fine-tuned his into what works in his market with his client, you'll find what works in your market uh, with your client. So yeah. anyway. Well, I will circle back. You said something that's so true. It's like, and I say that, I tell my team this. Matter of fact, I was just, we just had a meeting on Monday. I was telling my team about this. I was like, you know, um, likability and getting to know the customer personally and finding some common threads mm-hmm. is huge because yep. listen, if you're, if you're doing these things during the process and they feel loved and appreciated, man, grace is mm-hmm. it, like they will give you grace if there's a hiccup. And a lot of times the hiccups that we have as originators, you know, good experienced originators are typically hiccups that are circumstances that are beyond our control that right. we couldn't look up and see coming until they got there, whether it's appraisal value didn't come in or, or an encroachment or on a sort of, who knows, like there's all title issues, there's all these things. Sure. But man, this is, this is huge. And I teach this to my team, Kellen, the longer you wait to deliver bad news, the more credibility you lose, right? So the sooner we give bad news, the better off we're going to be. And at the end of the day, man, realtors really appreciate that, you know, but instead, a lot of loan officers, they kind of hide and they're afraid to deliver bad news because they think it's going to be a bad reflection on them. And what I would say to those that do that is don't do that. Like, don't own things that are beyond your control. Don't own things and take responsibility and blame for them, because if you do that on the on the things that really aren't your fault, man, these realtors tend to start taking advantage of that. Sure. Right? There are some out there and they'll treat you a little bit different. But um, but if they like you and you're communicating at a high level uh, and obviously closing your loans as many as you can on time, that's what it's all about. And. And dude, I do, man, like these things all are simple things to do. It's just getting them set up and making it happen consistently. And it's a, it's a, it's a huge difference. Definitely a huge difference in uh, experiences for the customers. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you nailed it, man. And I'll uh, shout out to uh, my dad has a saying that we share around next level all the time. Shout out to Steve. 
uh, a problem. I've never met a problem that gets better with time. Right. So he used mm-hmm. to say that all the time. And it's so true. Right. The longer you let those things uh, marinate, the worse they typically get. So, uh, man. Awesome. Awesome advice. Thank you for sharing about, uh, you know, your customer experience and kind of what you use in the process. I think that's super helpful for a lot of these loan officers that are out here as they're really reengaging back into a purchase market, back in with their realtors, having to put those processes back in place. Um, man, this has been, this has been super helpful. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. If you're a loan officer and you found this to be awesome, I can tell you we've got hundreds of hours of additional content in our digital library. Uh, come join our family. It's 197 bucks a month. You can sign up over at becomenl.com. Again, becomenl.com. Dude, check us out. Come uh, join the family. Hang out at a mastermind. We'd love to see you. Tell yeah. KT uh, you heard him on the podcast. <laughs> there you go. And you know what, Kellen? It's it's half of a deal. For, oh, you know, yeah. It pays for the whole year. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. just such a great community of people. So loan officers just are the best. So, Yeah. And next level loan officers are the best. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. Yeah, we, one, we love. Yeah, <laughs> the ones in our group are bad. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. they're bad at yeah. the bone. So, uh, so we love that. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, KT. We will see you guys on the next Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Thanks. Take it easy.